and welcome to our watchers on Clear GATV and our listeners on Scarf Bay Community Radio for this relegation final between Clarecastle and O'Callaghan's Mills in a extremely damp, wet O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge. So before I have a chat with Sean, we'll just go through the lineouts. So we'll go through O'Callaghan's Mills first of all, and there is a couple of changes from the programme. So in number one, in goal for O'Callaghan's Mills, Killian Nugent. Number two, Mike Cotter, cornerback. Three, Connor Rocky Cooney, fullback. Number twenty-one, Keith Donnan comes into the into the O'Callaghan's Mills side at left cornerback. Half backline number five, Paddy Donlan. Number six, Aidan O'Gorman, and number seven, Aidan Fall. At midfield, we've number twenty, Fionn Hickey, in instead of number eight, Darren Maroney. Um, number nine, Cormac Murphy, uh, completes the O'Callaghan's Mills midfield lineup. In the half forward line for O'Callaghan's Mills, we've number ten, Gary Cooney. Number eleven, Sean O'Gorman, and number twelve, Stephen Donlan. In the O'Callaghan's Mills full forward line today, we have right corner forward, Colum Cleary. Number eighteen, Mike McGrath. In instead of number 14, Mac Pewter, and we have number 15, Connor Henry, in the left corner. Um, the Clarecastle lineup is as per programme. So we have in goal number one, Keen Broderick, number two, Ronan Donnelly, three, David Tuhi, and number four, Connor Griffin. Right half back for Clarecastle, we have Colin Brigdale, number six, centre back, King Galvin, and number seven, Stephen Holloran. Midfield for Clarecastle, we have number eight, Roy O'Connell, number nine, Killian McDermott. In the half forward line for Clarecast, we have number 10, Lee Brack, number 11, Conor Halpin, and number 12, Aaron Hayes. In the Clarecastle full forward line, we have 13, Dara Healy, 14, Patrick Kelly, and 15, James Doherty. So they're the lineups that we have for today's relegation final between O'Callaghan's Mills and Clarecastle as they're completing their warm-ups here in front of us with a, a shooting drill. So, Sean, this is the final, I guess, that everybody doesn't want to be in. Um in a typical kind of relegation conditions, uh, wet, damp, um, uh, September day. So what's your prediction for today's particular game, Sean? Or how do you see it'll go? Yeah, I, I think really it has become a lottery because of the weather. It, it is really bad here, bad conditions here in Six Mile Bridge. And um, I would have thought the lead up, O'Callaghan's Mills were, would be favourites. You know, they, they finished their campaign very well. They had you know a few blips along the way. But uh, I, I thought they'd have enough punch up front. You know, Gary Coney, Colin Cleary, you know, had had played very well. And, you know, obviously the the, 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 the central line of Conor Coney, Aidan O'Gorman, Aidan Fall, Eddie Donnan, like they're, they have, you know, they have really performed, you know, in most of the campaign. But, you know, the the, the, the conditions today are very much a leveller out. But having said that, I, I still think they probably will have enough. But their castle won't die easily. You know, they'll, they'll bring everything they have to the table today. And, you know, a huge tradition behind Clark Castle. And right through the team, you know, they're, they're experienced players. Okay, you could say they're very young players. But at, at the same time, you know, I look through James Doherty, Patrick Kelly, uh, Connor Halpin, uh, Lee Breck, Killian McDermott, Keane Galvin, Stephen O'Halloran. Their players have a, have a lot of experience. Okay, and albeit... Without having having much success, you know, in the championship, obviously for the past two or three years, but they won't they won't die easily. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose O'Callaghan's Mills they've they've had an inc- inconsistent campaign overall. I suppose Clarecastle maybe um they started poorly here in the initial the, the first day out against Broadford and and I, I guess like the relegation final is probably beyond the horizon for for them from maybe early out in the campaign. But O'Callaghan's Mills did a fantastic win against Six Mile Bridge a month ago. It, 
Um, in Clarecastle and they, they had a great win in, in Kilkishan during the summer in the Clare Cup so they definitely didn't expect to be in, in this position Sean so um, I suppose they'll have ambitions beyond the relegation final but like you said conditions are going to level this game today and, and you'd, imagine, you'd imagine it'll be a fiery contest Yeah I suppose from the Cannons Mills perspective the, the, the one blip they had was against Clondara and you know they were only beaten a couple of points that day so that was the one that got them off to a bad start in the Championship uh, they haven't, you know, won the as you say, won the Clare Cup, and you know it. It was it was the down a downer from their perspective, but listen, they're back in today, and I I think you know they're they're really well up for this. They're prepared well for it, and you know they will um they will give everything they have, you know, to try and hold their senior status. Likewise, Clare Castle, you know, they're they have a huge tradition of coming up trumps when this forum is against them, and not alone that, you know, the general public are thinking the same way but you know Kirkcastle or Kirkcastle and that's it yeah I guess the, the favourites tags I suppose um, in, a, in a game like this with so much so much at stake it, it, it goes out the window particularly like we've already said the conditions are, are are extremely wet and there seems to be a strong wind blowing down towards the Kilmory Inn here in Six Mile Bridge as well so coming down from the village down into the Kilmory Inn so that will play a crucial factor and I suppose um, free taking as well will be a, a big factor today I know Colin Cleary has been on the freeze for, for the mills during the course of the summer and I noticed Ocean Casey isn't involved in the Clarecastle set up today so, and he's been their free taker for the last number of years so you'd wonder who who will be stepping up to the mark in relation to free taking for, for Clarecastle and, and will like that, those frees will be crucial. Joe Mullins in the middle of the field refereeing the game today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, free taking will be absolutely crucial. You know, it's very difficult to wet ball, and whoever it will be on song with the with the frees and you know cut it down to, you know, you know only missing a couple. Uh, obviously, will have a huge bearing in this game. I I'm not sure who will be taking them from Clarecastle. Uh, you know, um. They obviously have Lee Brack. I know he's take frees. I'm not sure you know whether he'll be taking them now or not. But the reality of it is, it it will boil down to probably a lucky break, you know, and getting a goal or whoever will get a lead here in the first half will actually have a, will have a huge bearing on the you know the end result. It absolutely will, as we see Joe Mullins just come out to the middle of the field picking up this litter just to get in re- getting ready to win the ball, um, <laughs> with amongst the the Clarkaston O'Callaghan's Mills midfielders, um, so we'll have um, we'll have O'Callaghan's Mills playing into the Kilmory goal, so they'll have the elements. In the in the first half in the first half today, so um yeah, there's tensions are already getting a little bit excited here as Joe just throws in the ball and there's a bit of a a, a rock in around the middle of the field as a number of players try to try to gather possession. And who's going to come out with this ball is going to be crucial. So is is a Hickey no Fionn Hickey goes back towards us number number twelve um. Uh, Stephen Donnell's just picked it up and he's laid and he's laid it off and, and the ball's been delivered into the into the Mills forward line. But it's going to be picked up here and it's going to be cleared out and out to Stephen Holler and he comes up along the left half back position and he lays the ball off to Aaron Hayes. Aaron, Aaron Hayes running in towards the middle of the field and he tries to deliver it up with a poorly struck ball as James Dorrit comes out try to try to collect it. Um, Rory Connell Rory Connell loses out and the Mills come come out with the ball and and they're looking up and a, a delivery into the into column clear into the full forward line column out in front of his man he's looking up he's trying to take it on he, he's taking his man on and he's and he's won his free free in first free for for O'Callaghan's Mills good start for O'Callaghan's Mills uh, Sean yeah good start yeah uh, you know they 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 were poor they were slow in getting the ball into the forward line but once they did you know, uh, Joe Mullins 
obviously you know felt there was a, a, a pull there or a, a slight pull and he cut across his hurley so it's a free in for O'Callaghan's Mills and you'd expect this to be um, Conor Cleary is going to Colin Cleary is Colin Cleary yeah who had, who had a, a great a great performance the last to score in three goals so you'd expect this to be a straightforward free but who knows with the conditions that are here today that there's, there's, probably, there's, there's nothing straightforward about free taking today there's absolutely nothing straightforward he's just he he lifts the ball and he, he strikes it and he yeah he finishes so first score first score, first score for um Mills. for O'Callaghan's Mills and they'll be happy with that start yeah, good start now for the Mills. Uh, Kim Broderick is yeah, the goalkeeper. Yeah, and hit, hitting it out long, Aiden falls up, contesting it, and who's going to win the break? Rory Connell is in there, and it, it's it's broke out. Patrick Kelly seems to be out around the middle of the field. Is he? And he's the Mills are after winning their free. I think it's conceded yeah. by Patrick Kelly. Yeah, Patrick Kelly. Yeah, uh, pulled down across. Um, was it Fionn Hickey? No, not Fionn Hickey. Uh, it was yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it might have been Hickey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's a free into Colin Cleary again. Yeah, so a little bit further out this time, halfway between the 45 and the 65, um, over towards the left hand side of the goal. Um again, like we've already said, he's getting the he's getting the is it the resin or the towel and maybe even a dry slitter as he places the ball and he he surveys his his target in front of him. So again, Colin one from one so far. The mills just we've just two and a half minutes gone. So right-handed free taker of Cullum, and he's he's just about getting ready to strike it over the bar. We'll see, or maybe not. If I put the curse on him, yeah, it's looking yeah, good. It's so good that's score. Two, yeah, two two from two from Cullum. So two points, no score. Just coming up to three minutes gone. Yeah, great start for the Mills of two up, two up, and there uh, with with the added elements here as well. So and and number eighteen, Mike McGrath. He, he, he 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 lost lost out in the ball. Rory Collins just came out over over the sideline, and Paddy Don looks like he's going to be hit hitting this uh, sideline cut right here in front of us. He hits the ball back down towards Aidan Agarman. Aidan Aidan Agarman collects it under under a lot of pressure. Aidan Agarman's trying to take it on. He clears it over towards the left hand side of the Mills Mills attack. Number five, Colin Brigler goes over to collect it, but he, he it's been under a lot of pressure from the, from O'Callaghan's Mills. That's Connor Henry, I think, taking it on, and he's he won third free already, three three frees in in, in as many minutes given yeah. away by the Clarecastle defence, and more or less in in similar positions in the field. So very very, very similar to positions, and I suppose that discipline. I suppose it, it's a day where maybe frees will, like we've already said, are going to be a factor. Yeah, and and the Mills obviously are taking on the Clarecastle defence, running at them. And they have, you know, pulled pulled up with two, two, three, three chances now for to put them three up. Yeah, so from very, very similar to the previous two frees that Cullum has hit, and he's been successful with both of those. And you'll expect, or he'll be expecting that he'll be successful with these partic- this particular one as well. He strikes it, and is it three from three from Cullum? No, wide. It just tails to the right and wide. Uh, probably the most difficult free so far. Keen Brodrick has gone long with the first two puck outs and is he going to go long again? He tries to take, uh, give it to Stephen O'Halloran. Uh, high risk, high risk uh, puck out there as um, David Tu is, is going to come out with the ball and he's looking for his free. Joe Mullins isn't going to give it. No, uh, Colin Brigdell has won, the, has won possess, or is it King Galvin? King Galvin gives it up towards um, Aaron Hayes and they're, they're moving up in towards James Doherty who's had an excellent campaign so far. Been marked tightly there by the by the Mills corner, our fullback Rocky Cooney. He clears the ball down towards this um, right half power position for the Mills but collected by Stephen Holland. Stephen Holland in towards the middle and it's it led off by Kilmac Dermot to King Galvin. King Galvin lays it off over towards um, 
Colin Brake, but is it gone out over the line? No, it's going to be collected over there. Is it Aidan O'Gorman? O'Gorman, yeah. yeah. In possession again. He's been on the ball already quite a few times. He delivers it over in towards the central position. But it, it's been collected by by number four, Connor Griffin, a young player. Patrick Kelly in around the centre forward position, loses his feet again under a lot of pressure. Kelly McDermott comes back to half back line, back to King Galvin, out, out across here to um, number 12, Aaron Hayes. Stephen Holler in possession now. He's looking up. He, he, he comes back. Turns back inside, tries to lay it off to Patrick Kelly, who gets possession. Patrick Kelly lays it off to Rory Conn. Rory Conn tries a long-range effort, ambitious, and it's gone to the white, right and wide. Yeah, the wind, you know, forced it out. It's gone t- tailed off to wide. But um, Castle have got more into the game in the last few minutes, winning the... Winning the winning their own puck outs. They have as as Killy Newton clear a relatively sharp puck as Paddy Donald clears the ball into the into the inside line in towards Gary Cooney. Gary Cooney gains possession under pressure from David David too. He has an effort and it goes over the bar. Yeah. First point from play, and we have four uh, uh, three points to one. Just six minutes gone. Good score from Gary. Actually, yeah, he's out in front sorry. of his men, and it's might he, even though he slipped, he managed to hold his feet and in the slippery conditions and over the bar. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a great score from Gary is Kim Brody goes long down towards Patrick Kelly. Very, very strong in there. The ball looking for Colum Cleary again into the into the inside line. Colum lets the ball beat him. He goes back and collects it. He's under a lot of pressure from Ronan Donnelly, and he, he tries an effort, and it is gone wide. Yeah, look, look to be over the bar, but um, obviously the, after consultation, the the umpires decided it was it was, it was a wide ball. Yeah, it, yeah, there was a little little bit of debate there between the two of them, but yeah, it's it wide. It was a great opportunity for Cullen because he he was inside his man. You know, he allowed the ball to run behind him, but unfortunately, no score from from his perspective. Okay, and now another long puck out here from in the middle of the field. Killy McDermott picks it up and lays it off to Aaron Hayes. Aaron Hayes under a lot of pressure from the Mills. Patrick Kelly off his left takes an effort. Dangerous ball in, into the full far line. And it has oh, very, very lucky just deflected wide um, yeah. inside in the Clarecastle full far line. Yeah, an opportunity there for Clarecastle. Yeah, just skimmed wide the last second. A high ball in from Patrick Kelly. But uh, it's, it's, it's a wide ball for... Castle. Yeah, a a, diff, a difficult ball, a ball to deal with as well. Long puck off from Killy Nugent again, as as it's coming down towards um through the middle and the mills are coming through the middle. Uh, Connor Henry's insider, he's a ground shot, and uh, number four Connor Griffin came back just to just to prevent the shot being taken on goal. There's still a bit of a rock inside in the full forward line here for O'Callan's Mills as King Galvin tr- comes out with it, and it's. Been worked out. Roy O'Connor's after picking up. He's after losing it. It's just here inside is where, and Joe Mullins free out to Clare Castle to be relieved with that. A, a, a half chance of a goal there for 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 Conor. Yeah, it was a snapshot, but he, you know he he really he didn't strike it well, and um, with the result that you know it's a free out now for Clare Castle out of their own full back line. Clare Castle, we've come up to eight minutes gone. They'll be looking to get on the sport scoreboard, Sean. They, they've had kind of a couple of half shots at score, but I suppose yeah. they don't have the conditions. Yeah, and. They they're not getting enough ball into their full forward line, you know, to to to, to cause a threat. Yeah, and pa- Patrick Kelly's Patrick after Kelly. winning that. He's getting possession. He's another effort, but and and that has gone wide again. I think it's probably their third wide. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that good chance from Pat Kelly. He was, you know, he was out around the middle of the field, but 
you know that's the second one now has gone wide for Clare Castle yeah you, you, you need to use the ball a bit better than, than, than that Sean really so Kelly, New, Kelly Nugent hitting the ball long down here in front of us again down towards Stephen O'Halloran and number 18 Mike McGrath contesting Mike McGrath lovely overhead striking towards um, Colin Cleary he's looking to take on his man yet again Ronan Donnelly and he's ah, been pulled for, for over carrying over carrying that was a bit harsh Colin isn't very happy there yeah that's an interesting decision now of I, uh, I, I, you know, he, he looked to be playing, having played the ball, won, won the ball cleanly, got around his man, and it looked as if he was, you know, bearing down on goal. But now it's a, the free out. Free out, and Keen Brodrick is again, will he be looking towards Patrick Kelly? No, he won't. He's, he's looking for Killian McDermott, who's in space, and is a, it's gone out over the line, a line ball for um, O'Callaghan's Mills that I expect uh, Pat, Paddy Donnan will take right half back position just in front of the Mills dugout. So it, it's nip and tuck, Sean, as you'd expect with the yeah. conditions that are there and the, and, yeah. the, and the stakes being as high as they are. Yeah, the no real fluid to, a, no, to the no. game yet. Conditions really are deciding, you know, the type of game we're playing, uh, that they have to play. The both teams, you know, the, the wind is favouring O'Callaghan's middle. So it's probably important that they get a few scores on the board well, and, and build up a lead. And King Gallum's just after picking that ball up from Paddy Donnellan's line cut in the centre-back position and Joe has pulled again for over Karen maybe to counteract the one he pulled against Colin Cleary just a few minutes ago. It seemed a, bit, a, a little bit harsh. Uh, I think my Clare Castle colleagues and friends would agree. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. You know, he, he, he seemed to win the ball very well and he definitely didn't travel too far. It's a free and over for Callan's um, Mills. Conor Cleary has tried to put another score on the board. Yeah, and it's probably uh, difficult enough free and over. It's, it's a little bit further out and over and towards yeah. right hand side as you're looking in towards the Kilmory goal here in Six My Bridge. Again, he, he, he's, he's composing himself and he's, he's settle, setting himself in his typical fashion. He's a nice style, nice free taker. He bends and he's going to lift it now again. And he is being. And it's on target. Looks good, yeah. Yeah, Looks so that's four. Cullum's third free, I think. And it's uh, four points to no score, 10 minutes, 11 minutes gone. And we we give a shout out to Jack's Place, Kilkishton as well, their first time sponsor of this Shannon Bay community, or Scarf Bay Community Radio broadcast. Um, so number 10 for Clare Castle, uh, Lee Brack is in possession there and it's cleared in towards the Clare Castle uh, full forward but it's, it's well mopped up inside there um, Killian Nugent just into the right corner got back position out of his goal and he lays the ball off to Fionn Hickey Fionn Hickey in possession Harty Cup winner a couple of years Harty Cup winner a couple of years ago with Tulla he delivers the ball into Gary Cooney just the, just like the ball he'd like he's been battled out under pressure over there with, with David Tui he gives the ball back out to Conor Henry who takes a shot and that's an excellent score very very well worked Conor Henry Henry's first score of the game, left right handed strike, and um, left handed top Conor Henry player, but a, a great score from Conor Henry. Well yeah, worked by Gary yeah, Cooney. Yeah. Gary Cooney recycled the ball and played it back out to the striking position, and it, uh, Conor Henry was able to get it over the bar. Yeah, Good score in the particularly in the conditions that we have. Five points, five points to no score. So a great start. Twelve minutes gone by, from Kilkishan or from O'Callaghan's Mill. So they, they'll be delighted. Um, a free into. Um, Clare Castle uh, just after that puck out there and we'll be interested to see who's going to hit that free is it going to be Dara Healy coming out to hit the free as we've said we've Clare Castle Ocean Casey has been their free taker for um, early on the campaign Ocean Whelan a minor from last year as well with Clare has uh, has hit frees from him as well but yeah Dara Healy I think it's his first start of the campaign he was away earlier on the summer he was wearing Number thirteen today often plays in the full back and half back line. Um, a fine hurler with great Clare Castle hurling pedigree. Just difficult free for his first free, you know, particularly into the wind and rain. 
he's up against him but over front of Tommy Moore stand about um, uh, 65 metres out and he's right handed free taker as well so he's just about to lift it and just about to strike it and how is it going to go Clarecastle will be this will be a big score for Clarecastle and it is great score from Dara Healy so Clarecastle finally on the board so it's 5 points to 1 um, just 13 minutes gone so great score from Dara Healy uh, Sean yeah that was a difficult free you know it was probably 65-70 metres out just under the first end and he stuck it really well into the elements so Killian Nugent's giving the ball off to Keith Donnan who's delivered the ball up towards uh, Gary Cooney again an under pressure from Dave, David Tui and Gary Cooney's won that free so Soft enough, I suppose it's a 50-50 contest, maybe yeah. hand in the back, maybe a little bit of a push. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Gary... John Mullen is, is intimating that it was a, a push, push, you know, a slight push in the back, which is, is a free-in for O'Callaghan's Mills and another chance to, to increase their lead. Yeah, absolutely. So this is um, this will be their... F- is potentially Cullum's fourth free um, of the contest so far. And I suppose it's noticeable, like Joe isn't letting things develop. I suppose the conditions are a factor in that as well. He is, he's, he's been quite strict in relation to free, blown for frees. So Cullum, right hand free taker again. Both the two number 13s are free takers here today, by the looks of things. So Cullum, number 13, he's, he's just about to strike the ball now. And it, it, he has tapped it over the bar. Yep. So that is we're we're six points to one. Fourteen minutes gone. Um, yeah. a good score from Colum. He 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 he's on fire with his fear so far. He he's very accurate. Although he's missed maybe one and one from play as well. Uh, puck out, relatively sharp puck out. It's intercepted by Mike McGrath. It's broken through the middle, picked up again by Mike McGrath on the break. He tries to deliver it across, but it's intercepted. Killy McDermott on the ball. He's towards the middle of the field. He's blocked down again. A lot of effort. That's blocked down by Stephen Donnelly. But as you see the the water rising in the middle of the pitch. Um. The ball being delivered early in towards Dara Healy in the Clarecastle full, full forward line. He comes out in front of his man. He collects the ball. There's two two Millsmen there putting him under pressure. As um, number 11, Conor Halpin, he just about loses, loses possession. Paddy Donnelly comes out with it, out towards Aidan O'Gorman. Is there a push in the back there? No, Joe Mullins decides not. Um, very, very closely contested. Must be about 10, 12 players over there and another over-carrying uh, free um being being given by uh, Joe Mullins there, uh, Sean. Yeah, it it was a bit of more or less a melee develop, but it, it was just uh, the crowd of players got together, and it was very hard to see exactly who was who had possession even. But it, it's a it's a free in for Clarkcastle, is it? Yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Dara Healy, Dara Healy's out there, and the first three was difficult, but this is even an even more difficult, difficult one, Sean. Yeah, it is right on the sideline, and uh, it will be a real test of him. Yeah, on the sixty-five as well, right on the sideline. As um, Stephen Donnan for uh, O'Callaghan's Mills is getting treatment over there, um, so there's a little bit of a pause for proceedings. Um, so hopefully he's not too badly injured. I'm sure he'll he'll get back up, and yeah, then part he, the player for O'Callaghan's Mills as well. He'd yeah, find. he he he's a great worker and he's a very honest player. And you know he really works hard to gain possession. He's back on his feet again. He, he's back on his feet. So nothing nothing too wrong with him, thankfully. Um, so it, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Dara gets on with this free. As as we've said, it, it's it's quite a bit out into the distance. We saw how crucial free taking was yesterday as well, Sean. I know you were busy yesterday afternoon, but Gary Gilfoyle a great cameo for Fiekel coming on as a sub and hitting two frees and and two from play after coming on the last few minutes. Yeah, he obviously a great cha- win. changed the course of the game and and yeah. you know Fiekel definitely win one. A, a, a great win a great win for them in all fairness so um, Darry Healy just about to strike the ball here and how is he getting on it's a difficult free and it's yeah. gone to the left and wide difficult free yeah difficult that was chance. a very difficult free you know especially in the conditions I 
people, you know, at home wouldn't really realise it's really mopping down rain on top of us, on top of, you know, the players. And the wind is also in favour, particularly in the first half, in favour of O'Callaghan's Mill. Yeah, no, the conditions are absolutely atrocious as Killy Nugent takes his puck out and hitting it, hitting it long down towards the Clearcastle's centre-back position. Keen Galvin comes out and is broken out towards Rory O'Connell but delivers the ball off towards um, Aaron Hayes who delivers it up along the line but it's intercepted but not intercepted by Paddy Donnelly. He almost intercepted it as Rocky Cooney uh, picks up that break and Paddy Donnelly works it back to Killy Nugent. High-risk play here in the conditions that are there. And Mike Cotter now, Killy Nugent hits the ball out to Mike Cotter. Mike Cotter hitting it up along the left half side of the Mills attack a, a ground stroke we don't see it too often in towards the Mills full forward line but it's, it's been collected inside or Stephen the ball delivered across to Stephen Holland by Colin Brickdale <coughs> Stephen Holland off his left high ball up towards uh, James Doherty but Paddy Donnell is back protecting possession as um as Keith Donnell picks up that break, back to Rocky Cooney, who's who's mopping up back there, who delivers the ball down, dangerous ball, clears out in front of his man, but it's, it's gone in behind him, David, David Tui's picked it up, David Tui lays it back to King Galvin, King Galvin trying to break out, he's broke past two men, out towards Killy McDermott, out, out to the right-hand side of the, the Clarecast attack, over towards Brigdale, and it's very, very a lot of sharp passing here, potentially break down, another sharp pass to, to Patrick Kelly from Roy, Roy O'Connor, Patrick Kelly, a bit more direct, running very directly, hand pass back, Towards um McDermott possessions losses and 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 uh, or Mills the Mills break away was it known and in towards, forward line. in towards Gary Cooney who who's creating a lot of danger inside they've been tightly marked by Ronan Donnelly off his right Gary Cooney great score from great, Gary hits a great score from the from the left corner forward position off his right, yeah. right. ironically uh the, the, the Castle you know possession was turned over there. And uh, the result was the ball into Gary Coney and a score. Yeah, and it's seven points to one, 18 minutes gone. And Steve, Stephen Holland clears the ball in towards James Doherty, who wins a, a great ball inside under pressure from Keith Donnan. James Doherty tried to make an attempted point off his left hand side. Great score. And as good as Gary Cooney <laughs> won, and um, James Doherty hits a great score, a hugely important score for Clare Castle, has to yeah. keep in touch, seven points to two, 19 minutes gone. Yeah, great score from you know, uh, into, into the elements, into the the, the rain and the wind. You know, off his left side, a really good score. And so it, keeps keeps Castle in touch. And an up and coming player as well, uh, uh, Sean. Who yeah, and he's shown quite a bit of leadership in the in the campaign so far. Oh yeah, yeah, he, huge he, important he, player. He moved up from intermediate ranks last year, but he has really you know staked the claim. Permanent place on this team. A sharp puck out to uh, Killy Nugent out to Keith Donnan, and it's it's uh, worked out towards uh, Sean O'Gorman who lays the ball off to Aidan Fall, who's been quite so far. Aidan Fall under a huge amount of pressure from Lee Brack. Um, ground stroke, another one we haven't seen to any, an overhead stroke here that was that was missed. Aidan Fall has picked up the break, a usually powerful man running through the middle, uh, and he lays the ball off to Mike McGrath. Mike McGrath gets possession, he lays the ball out to to as it. Um, Number number nine, Carmen Murphy. Carmen Murphy off his right. He makes an attempt at a shot ball. from a, a similar position to Gary Cooney a few minutes ago, and it was gone wide. Yeah, but, but good build-up play by O'Callaghan's Mills. You know they're playing it through the lines, uh, and and you know the the you know the result was wide, but at least it was well played possession. Yeah, it did fall did very well as Rory Conn delivers a, sh- a ball into Dara Healy, who takes. Uh, an ambitious, we'll say, shot from the from um, out in front of the dressing room here in Sixth Bridge, um, li- literally from the sideline, Sean. Yeah, but uh, I suppose it is easy talk looking out here. You know, the, the the field is actually waterlogged now in places, and it, it's it's really difficult. You know, it's really heavy rain, 
and it's very hard to, to play a short game you know and Clarecastle would, would like to be playing the ball through the lines and getting into the full forward line but up to now they can't, they're not able to do that But but uh, the Mills have put, been putting it into the full forward line and they've done it yet again and they've profited from it earlier on in the earlier stages and uh, there's a, a melee for possession here in the, on the right corner of the um, Mills attack but Keane Gallimore is after coming out with it he's breaking out through the middle he lays the ball off Patrick Kelly back in the left corner back position he's surveying his options he's going to deliver the ball long in towards James Doherty James Doherty lost out possession to Keith Donnan who knocks it down in front of himself and he hand passes the ball out to um, O'Gorman O'Gorman under pressure from Killing McDermott he's turned the ball over again and uh, uh, Aaron Hayes Rory Connell is in possession now and he delivers the ball in towards um, Dara Healy that that, that water logging is, is coming up there very noticeable as Rocky Cooney collects the ball in his own um back line yeah. full back line it's done well very very well as Aidan O'Gorman comes out with it again is he looking for uh, Gary Cooney or Colm Cleary it's it's Gary Cooney that's uh, challenged for possession but David Tuhi who's coming out from the full back position under a lot of pressure and he, he lays the ball uh, off and it's it's worked out here to left half back position to Stephen O'Halloran a lot of sharp play out towards Killy McDermott who lays it back to Stephen O'Halloran again and another shot pass into trouble but Patrick Kelly powerful man running forward again Galvin hand pass to Galvin who keeps possession and he, you could have argued that he would have won a free as um as the Mills uh, turned the turn possession over again very physical contest here as uh, Carmen Murphy wins or no Aidan O'Gorman there's a free into Callan's or to Clare Castle there yeah yeah it was to nip and tuck there between both sides you know it, it possession is is you know it's almost impossible to hold on to because the ball is really really slippery and you know the hot passes are going astray and and that's you know that's the nature of the game because of the conditions yeah it's it's notable how Clare Castle are trying to play the ball through the lines I suppose um they're not yeah. Uh, uh, the Mills get to midfield and they deliver the ball early and to their target in Colin yeah. Cleary and Gary Cooney and where it has worked well for, for the Mills getting the ball quickly into the full forward line where Claire Castle uh, there's a little bit of overplay maybe in around the half back the midfield yeah, well, in the conditions that we have you know, it's really difficult to play that short game. Um, Keen Galvin, he, he's hitting this particular free just here in front of us. Our view slightly obscured by the necessary umbrellas here today. L- long range free, very, very, very dangerous in in the Clark- uh, Mills full full back line. Rocky Cooney coming now with it. Yeah, he's coming across his own goal. He lives it off to Killian Nugent, who comes back in towards his own goal again. But he strikes it long down towards Fionn Hickey, lets the ball beat him. But it's going to be picked up by Stephen Holland, who's having a fine game so far for Clare Castle. He works the ball up along the, the far touchline and ball laid in towards the middle over towards Killian McDermott, who's been involved quite a bit so far in the game today. Patrick Kelly, another man very heavily involved in the game. Early ball in towards um, Clare Castle, foot forward line now. But again, um, uh, Keith Donnan coming out with the ball and who who's tightly marking James Doherty and has done quite well in him so far even though James has got his got a, got a score on the board uh, free free into Callum's Mills yeah, Keith is a very sticky campaigner you know he won't get much off him he's I suppose he's, he's ideally you know the man marker that you know the Mills would want on 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 um, James Doherty so we've come up to 24 minutes gone here today and it's 7 points to 2 in favour of of the Mills I suppose um. It, it, it it's a tightly contested game. The Mills are the Mills are probably playing that bit better, Sean, and they're well well entitled. They're seven points at two. They are, but but uh, in the conditions and w- with the wind in their favour, uh, they, they will need every puck of that uh, five point lead. So, so it, it it's 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 only five point lead at the moment. Okay, they, I would they would hope to be tag tag on a couple of more 
points in the before half time. Well, that free from Killy Nugent was intercepted by Conor Griffin as um run. as Rory Connell runs through the middle, but Aiden Fall slows him up. Rory Connell trying to get into shooting position. Patrick Kelly's in around the full forward line now, and who's going to come out with it again? The Mills have come out with a long, long, long ball from the Mills full back line in towards the Clarecastle full back line, Harry and we've Conor Henry. In, in the wars there, oh, and it's just been cleared up and mopped up and it's been cleared out here to Stephen O'Halloran yet again well mopped up inside by Ronan Donnelly up along towards Killy McDermott again who takes it on just here in front of our commentary position he hits the ball in long early ball into Patrick Kelly under a lot of pressure inside there Conor Cooney lets the ball beat him and it goes wide yeah, yeah there was great passage of play there from both sides the ball went from end to end but there's no score at the end of it. No the score. Of it. As Killy Nugent hits the, hits the ball out here to Carmen Murphy, who runs through the middle, delivers the ball in yet again to to, to Gary Cooney. Uh, David Tui keeping a tight mark on him, as we've seen throughout the game so far. And an effort from Gary Cooney, and ambitious to say the Boy. least. And, 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 it, and it went wide. Yeah, he probably should have recycled it or played it back through through the through the lines over to the twenty one yard line, but the, you know he took he took he, he went for the for the point, but unfortunately way wide, way wide, yeah. So a uh, sharp proco from Keen Brodge out towards um Colin Brickdale over in the right half back position for Clare Castle delivered in towards the middle of the field um over towards Conor Halpin who who was under a lot of pressure from Aidan Garman and, and Conor Halpin has won his free free in yeah um given away there by Aidan Garman uh the O'Callaghan's Mill centre back and captain who collected the Clare Cup trophy early on this summer there's no cup at stake today uh, Sean but it's probably one of the um, usually kind of um, contested finals or inverted commas finals in every, in every year in, in the Clare, Clare GA calendar yeah absolutely yeah. obviously it's a crucial it's a crucial tie from, for, for both clubs but the, the, the Mills half-back line of Paddy Donnell and Aidan O'Gorman and Aidan Fall have been you know very much on top early on but uh, they're you know Clare Castle are starting to get through Playing a bit of short ball, and you know they have they have a free and all, and it should be a, a, a easy enough for Dara Healy, even though there's nothing easy out there today in the conditions. No, he scored one from a similar position earlier on today, and Clarecastle every score they can get on the board against these conditions will be hugely important as as they get get the favourable uh, wind and the conditions in the second half. Uh, Dara strikes the ball, and it's kind of skied off the hurley, but he score. effective and a score from uh, Dara Healy, great score from Dara Healy. Um, we have seven points to three just 27 minutes gone as Killy Nugent he's gone short he's mixed up his puck outs and it's, he's going to, going to go long this time again um, down to, and it's a great catch inside there and we're under a lot of pressure from um, from, from Keen Galvin the ball is just broken off again Rory Connell uh, Colin Brigdale huge contest there and it's Connor Halpin that comes out with it he's running through the middle Clarecastle are, are running very direct with the ball when they do get, get gain possession great great run from Connor Halpin as he as he hits the ball out to Lee Brack Lee Brack onto his right he's running in towards goal under a huge amount of pressure there and he still gets gets possession there's off to Kelly Kelly taking a shot off his left poorly struck and it's gone gone wide again that's too wide yeah, yeah the, the, like yeah. for an experienced player like Patrick, that was that wasn't really the high, no, high yeah, percentage yeah. option there, as Sean. A couple of his strikes have been, you know, wide. Uh, when, when probably better off maybe to to play the ball around and you know get into someone in in a better position to score. Great score now, strike from Aaron Hayes. Aaron Hayes, yeah. A shot puck out to Fionn Hickey turned over from Killy McDermott. Fantastic work, great in all fairness from, from Killy McDermott and a fantastic strike um, from Aaron Hayes. Uh, that 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 lifted Clare Castle lads. Yeah, but uh, the, the, 
the Mills with all the possession they have and been you know very much in control for a long period of the first half they're still only have, uh, have Se- seven a, points a, to four a, a seven points to four as, as Gary Cooney and, and David Tuohy it's, it's coming up to half time with it uh, Gary Cooney in the end has a shot off his left and what a score great that score. is Gary great, Cooney yeah great, great great score from Gary Cooney yeah, they're the kind of inspirational scores that any team will want in a day like but, today but the Mills the Mills need to be at least or five or six points up I would think you know with that wind and the elements you know in, in their favour so for the second half eight points to four we have it here now is um, Aidan Fall intercepts, intercepts Keen Project's puck out over there in the left half back position over in front of the Tommy Mori stand as um, the ball has been recycled back across Aidan Agarman's in possession now he comes very very physical tackles the ball has been delivered back across to Sean Agarman Sean Agarman hand pass has been intercepted by Kill McDermott who in fairness has had a fine game for Clark Castle the ball delivered in toward, from Killian in towards James already out in front of Keith Donlan under a huge amount of pressure uh, James is making an attempt to rise and he hasn't risen but Paddy Donlan has and and James Doherty has given away the free I think from a pull for a pull of the jersey there so Paddy Donlan's going to hit this free from his right half back position and um it's um like we've said already, the, the Mills backs are on top. They have won a lot of those fifty-fifty tussles. Yes, they have, but but they, they really haven't. You know, they, they, there was a, uh, just a few minutes ago, they had an opportunity of a goal. You know, they were one on one, and it, it didn't happen for them. But uh, I, I would think that you know the Mills, you know, will won't be that happy to be up four or five points. They'd want to be up more and in, in uh, with that with the elements behind them. Well, Paddy Donnan decided to hit a hit a sharp puck out or sharp free to Aidan Agarman, who wasn't ready for it, and the ball has been turned over yet again. Killing McDermott turned the ball over. James Doherty is in possession under pressure from Keith and pa- Keith and Paddy Donnan over towards left-handed left uh, Aaron Hayes, who strikes another. He had a great effort a minute ago, and he has hit that one wide. Yeah. Again, maybe better advice. Maybe they let the ball across the goal. That, that's he was at the corner flag effect. Yeah. there. But Castle have, have 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 you know have got into the game in the last ten or fifteen minutes. They're they're breaking through on their half back line and 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 Keane is is you know starting to mop up at centre back as well. King Galvin mopped, yeah. mopped, mopped up that delivery from Fionn Hickey and and Clark Castle working out again sharp passing. Roy Connell laying off to Aaron Hayes. Aaron Hayes laying off to Stephen O'Halloran. Such a dynamic player, a former clear underage star. Um, but it's been turned over by Carmen Murphy, who looks up along the line, looking to deliver it in towards um, Gary Cooney. It's been delivered or intercepted by David Tui. Lays the ball off to King Galvin, who has started to really come into the game. King Galvin delivering the ball in yet again in towards James Doherty. It's definitely a tactic to trying to find pick out James Doherty who who lays the ball off kicks the ball back towards um, Aaron Hayes another young player to less young player Patrick Kelly in possession in the left half forward position in towards the goal and but it's been um, mopped up yet again inside of Gary Cooney who plays the ball out along the defence out towards um, um Mike Cotter who delivers long in towards Colin Cleary out in front of his, out in front of his man. He stands up, he squares his shoulders, and he takes an effort and he puts it over punch. the bar. Um, great score from Colin Cleary. Yeah, it was to really turn over from Castle's perspective. They were in position, and you know the the poor ball went into the the, the middle's full back line, and they delivered Mike Cotter the great ball into the. Yeah, it's half time here. Half time. Nine yeah. nine points to four. Huge score from um Colum Cleary there and, and well worked out um from the from the defence from from the Callum's Mills yet again. Um the Gary Cooney and, and Colum Cleary they're they're real targeting inside and, and very, very effective, creating a lot of trouble inside of for, for Clare Castle. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. But uh, the, the the secret has been for the Mills to get the ball in fast to them and they have you know, they got a few scores from from that you know, getting them in, but uh, I I still think Clare Castle they're very much in this game. They they have 
got a real grip in the game for the past 10 or 15 minutes and especially I, I'm very impressed with Killian McDermott and Keen, Keen Galvin and, and Connor Halpin actually running through the middle and he's creating openings they just haven't got to finish inside probably James Doherty is you know the main threat but Dara Healy from the freeze but uh, I, Pat Kelly has won a lot of position but not a lot has come off of it no. Well, we have um, nine points to four at half time in this relegation final, and we're joined by um, a, a Clare Castleman, Derek Dormer, and um, for his opinion and thoughts in the first half. Derek? Look, it's, it's not atrocious day, as you've alluded to in commentary. Conditions are, are just horrendous. Um, and it's a battle, and that's what relegation finals are. And I have to give credit to Clare Castle by being outplayed. They're still in this tie. I mean, it is only a five point gap. I just feel that they're overplaying the ball. It's not a day for short passes. It's not a day. One quick pop pass and then deliver it into the inside line and try and get the ball in. The mills are more efficient. Restarts have been a problem for Clarecastle. The Clarecastle goalkeeper's restarts have been extremely poor compared to Killian Nugent's below. They've gone When the mills have gone short, they've secured possession and then just popped it to a runner and sent the ball directly in. Clarecastle seem to be over-elaborating their play and we're struggling on restarts. But... After saying all that, there is only five points in it. On a wet day like this, any ball into the square, someone gets a flick, touch, it's into the back of the net and it's game on. So it's still all to play for. Um, yeah, I, I'd be relatively happy as a magpie because we've been outplayed and we're only five down. I would be worried, though, about our restarts. Restarts are so important in the modern game and our goalkeeper has been poor on them. Let's, let's be honest about it. Yeah. And I suppose, like you've, like you've mentioned there, like... The Mills are probably letting the ball in that bit earlier and they've Colin Cleary and Gary Cooney inside in the full forward line who've been extremely infe- effective. They've probably got most of the scores for, for the mill for the mill so far. Whereas um, Clare Castle, like you've said, they're over-elaborating around the middle of the field. So will you expect them to change change it up in the second half and be that bit more direct? But they should do. They shouldn't be playing this over-elaborating game. I mean, that's something they should have been doing maybe all year and especially in the summer months in the fine weather because we have legs, we have fuller runners, but today is not a day for that. Today is about securing position and get it into the scoring zone as quick as possible and just battle inside. And frees are important. Clarecastle don't have a natural free taker on the field. Dara Healy's he's converted two, but he's missed two. We're struggling from scores to play, whereas the Mills have got a couple of fine points from play, Gary Cooney and Cullum Cleary. And I suppose the only goal chance did come the way of the Mills. So although the Mills have been the better side, I'll still keep going back to it. A five-point lead is absolutely nothing in a game of hurling. So the game is still there to be won. I just feel Clarecastle need to go direct, crowd out the middle third and just create some space inside and pop it into Doherty and uh, see where it takes them. Because if they continue with this short pass and running game, yeah, they're just going to run into traffic. The ball's going to be overturned and then the mills are just going to let it in to Cullum Cleary in the inside forward line and Gary Cooney and they're causing damage, in fairness. And um, ex- Exactly, but I suppose at the same time you'll be, you'll be happy with the performance of the likes of Killy McDermott and Keen Galvin, Stephen Holland are probably they really showed up today the Clare Castle guys after a poor campaign so far Derek so like all is not lost no all is not lost um, David too he's doing very well in the full back line I mean he's a tough t- assignment in there he's doing well he's a couple of young fellas either side of him he's marshalling that zone well Stephen Holloran has done well Killian McDermott grew into the game Um, he, he's got better as the game went on Um. But yeah, I you know I'd still expect more from Keen Galvin. He's an intercounty senior hurler. Like you know, I'd expect more if you're holding down the number six role. But as I say, five pints down, games in the Melton pot. It's all about survival. And at the end of the day, the team who wants this the most, 
will be the team who comes off victorious because it's all about heart and pride today. Skills and all that, they're great, but in conditions like this, it's whoever has the stomach for the fight. Thanks very much, Derek. And in the interest of balance, it, it's important that we have um, a contributor from O'Callaghan's Mills here today as well. And we're just joined here by, by, by Pat O'Brien for, <coughs> for his take in the, in, on the proceedings in, in, in the first half. So, Pat, are you a happy man going in at half time? I'm sure you'll be happy enough uh, with, uh, you know, with the five points win, but um, in, in front. But um, they had a couple of chances of goals, maybe that that they would have taken in the first half. And I think there was actually three chances there, maybe that, that but uh, they didn't convert any of them. But uh, sure, conditions are terrible, you know, um, the, the rain and the wind, and this, this impossible hurdle today, really. It's a lottery, Pat. It's lottery, yeah, yeah. 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 But at the same time, we've seen some exceptional scores from the, from from Colum got a couple of great scores. Gary Gary Tooney, Gary Cooney's got a couple of Couple of fantastic scores as well. Yeah, when they got when they got fastball in in in, in terms of the foot forward line, they they, they converted for nice scores and um, Callum came up with, with a few nice frees there as well. Uh, I wouldn't write off Clare Castle, you know, they'll they'll battle it out to the last and uh, you know. Um, uh, Keane Galvin, Stephen Holland, and Killian McDermott are, 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 com are coming into their own there now, and you know they're, they're, they're big strong fellas as well. And in conditions today, you know it is going to be it's going to be a right battle out to the end. It's a it's a real lev levelers, and we'll be I interested to see how it'll play out in, in in the second half as we um give a nod to Jack Jack's place, Kilkishan. It'll be debated throughout later on this evening I'm sure over there whatever the result is and um, and we'll take a break for, for some music and uh, thanks to everyone Yeah, Owen Brennan, neutral maybe or maybe not, uh, Clare Castle, um, uh, native and uh, a former player, obviously, and, and renowned uh, local journalist. So, Owen, as, put your neutral hat or Clare Castle hat, whichever one you want to put on, how, how do you see things playing out in the second half? I feel like I'm here for my confession now. They seem to be lining <laughs> up here. Six months since my last one, anyway. So that's a start. Uh, uh, yeah, look, I, obviously the Mills are playing better so far. I, I think the, you know, the conditions have to... Uh, play a bit into it so I think they have the, the better forwards so far They're obviously Gary Cooney and, and Colin Cleary have been quite dominant in their positions and uh, have been doing the majority of the scoring Gary Cooney with three points in play now is a big addition in, in such a, a tough conditions I think Clare Castle will be happy enough maybe up to conceding the last two points of the half I think it's seven points to four it was a very very good position with the win to come I think the two late ones would have been a good boost for O'Callaghan's Mills who would have been asking questions they, they kind of fell away really after a very dominant start and um, uh, allowed Clare Castle to kind of gain a bit of a foothold around the centre there uh, which was uh, uh, you know it belied the, the first quarter really so I think the Mills obviously you know it's about who gets the first score here in the second half because um, you know, if Clare Castle get it, they can build up a bit of momentum. They have the conditions, and you'd like to think that you know, while they played a two-man full forward line in the first half, that they're going to really kind of maybe pack it in and and go more direct because the short ball, while very admirable and all that, is is uh, is only for maybe a better weather and better conditions. And you can see the splashes on the field there and the whole lot. So uh, it's quite a difficult day for Harlan, and maybe let it in there, and you might get a break around the square. Would you be expecting to see someone like Patrick Kelly going in towards the edge of the square so that that allowed that outlet for that direct ball? On? I think so. I think it, one keynote from yesterday, even in the in the park, really was that uh, Peter Duggan was in full forward, starting off against uh, against Scarif, and Dan and Fox was almost right beside him. If you could do a similar thing with James Doherty right off Patrick Kelly, 
knowing that the break will come if he catches a great, but if he, if he breaks it, that he's just hanging around there, just in that zone to try and knock it to the net. Um, I think that's probably the best option, really. Clark Astor probably going to need goals. They haven't scoring has been a problem from them, especially from play all year. So, um, well, you'd like to think that they could get points from from uh, freeze. You know, it's it's more likely that goals are going to win this game. And uh, the Mills obviously had the, the threats in Colum Cleary and, and Gary Cooney around the around the square. But uh, for Clark Castle, I think they're going to have to sh- sh- uh, send it in towards Patrick Kelly. I think is your best option. And is there looking at the bench, uh, Owen? Is there anybody who who you think would be able to come on, come come off the come off the bench and have an influence on the game? Uh, Ocean Wheeler just catches my eye. Maybe Jack Murphy. Do you think they might be two of the prime candidates to come on? I think they're the, the best two to come on in, in forward line. Obviously, Oshin Whelan's only 18 years old. He was the, uh, on the Clare Minor uh, last year. So, uh, you know, he's a good prospect. And uh, and Jack Murphy came on and got a couple of great points against Airog when he came on in the second half. I think he got two or three points against Airog. So I think they're definitely two two of their better options coming off the bench um, for what is a quite a young team. For, and for the Mills, I suppose it, it depends on who's, who's, uh, who's available, really, you know. Um, you know, you, you normally would be looking for for Brian Donna, but he doesn't seem to be available. Um, is Adrian Donovan fit? I mean, you, you like to think that he might have started if he no, he's gone as well. So I mean, you've got big players there that are missing, um, and in that regard, then you know they're probably tighter on the bench than than Clark Castle would be, uh, which is probably a surprise, really. It, it is as as the teams just just take to the, take to the field here again for the second half. And um, Luke, I just you want to hand over to Jim just for a minute. Yeah, we're just a slight program change, I suppose, today, Kevin. Uh, We're uh, broadcasting the Killaloo uh, Smith O'Brien's versus Corrafin game from Tulla at half five. So there'll be a change in our programs. Uh, Everything will be sort of backed up a little bit from half seven on. So for uh, Killaloo and Smith O'Brien's followers, uh, we'll be broadcasting your game at half five from Tulla. So even more hurling in a in a hugely um entertaining and interesting hurling hurling weekend, um, and we're joined again from from Sean as as I see some of the water rising up here in front of me. Is even though the rain does have seem to have eased off just a little for the second half, Sean. Yeah, it, it does seem to have eased a bit, and and that would be a welcome relief for both teams and from everyone, all the supporters as well. It was because uh, it, it really it really was bad in the first half, so we, we it might make for a you know a more entertaining. Uh, Second half. So um, Joe Mullins just gets ready to throw the ball in. So nine points of four in favour of Callens Mills as the ball is thrown in and a huge tussle there between um, O'Gorman and, and Rory Connell in the middle of the field. Rory Connell comes out with it, comes down in front of the, uh, Tommy Morris stand and he's and he is pulled for overcarrying, at, at least a third uh, overcarrying free that uh, Joe Mullins has pulled for today. And I think that was probably one of the more... Um, Obvious ones. Um, so Killian Nugent coming out to to hit this free from his own um from the right half back position. So come up coming out of the goal. Killian Nugent um had a a, a dream like performance in the Clare Cup final earlier on in the summer. Um, I think did he score six points from freeze yes. that particular evening. So yeah. he he'll unlikely score this one, Sean. No, I I don't think he will. But he'll get it very near the square though. He has a really great belt of a ball. And he delivers it down in towards um the the, the full forward line, but it's 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 broken inside, and it's 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 a Connor Henry's Connor in, Henry. in in possession. He's under a huge amount of pressure. He rece- recycles the ball back out towards Gary Cooney, and he was equally under a huge amount of pressure and free in, free in uh, pushing Gary Cooney. Colin Cleary uh, making his way across, so right in front of the the dressing room here in in O'Garney Park out towards the sideline a free from Colin Cleary who's been quite successful so far um, on the free-taking duties and you'd ex- 
and this is probably the most challenging free day yeah, so far it, today. It is a difficult free. It's almost on the sideline, 25, 26 metres from the, from goals. But that'll be a real testament. The only thing is the ball is dry now, uh, in, you know, a new, a new schlitter. So he, he probably has a better chance now than he would have had in the end of the first half. Yeah, and, and he's had the towel to wipe the grip in the hurley as well. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a difficult one, but a, a fine young hurler, another one of the Hearty Cup winners um, from Tulla a couple of years ago and uh, has had a, a fantastic campaign so far for, for Callens Mills. Like we've mentioned earlier, he scored uh, three goals in, in the previous game against Six Mile, Six Mile Bridge. A historic win for Callens Mills, even though they, they still find themselves here in the in the relegation um, final here today. Uh, so we've just, there's a little bit of delay to proceedings. There's um, uh, just Connor Henry, I think. Connor Henry being checked for an, yeah. for an injury, but yeah, he seems to be resuming his place and he seems to be okay. Just put the strap back in his helmet as Cullum uh, lines himself up, a right-handed free free taker, as we said earlier on. A difficult freeze, so um, we'll see how it'll play out. Now, is he just as he bends and he's just about to rise the ball and he's just going to strike it. And will it go wider over the bar? And he's hit it over the bar. Great now, score. That's a great score in the conditions, Sean. And such a such a valuable score, an yeah. important score for for the Mills getting them off to a good start. Ten points of four, so six points off. Yeah. In, six, in favor of six, six, six points lead now. You know, just after half time, it, it's a good, the good good lead. Um, as Paddy Donnan picks up that that puck off from Keen Project, Derek referred to it earlier that Clarecastle have struggled to gain possession from their puck outs. Ball delivered in towards uh, Cleary again. He he knocks the ball out in front of him and he collects it. He hits the ball. Out across towards um Sean O'Gorman who who's it's been intercepted as um as Claire Castle bring it forward but it, it turned over here Lee Brack Lee Brack was turned over and Claire Castle Minter's very irate I felt it was it should have been a free in as um Stephen Donald was turned over equally but Gary Cooney has gathered possession Joe Mullins has blown for a free he hasn't indicated which way is it going to go it looks like Gary Cooney is, is injured so it looks like it will be free in towards uh, d- towards the Clarecastle goal for Callens Mills the Clarecastle mentors weren't too happy with that with that decision from Joe to felt that Lee Brack was entitled to the free there yeah absolutely yeah yeah I, I can understand understand their that their, their, their you know that because the reality of it was he was got, he, 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 he won a great ball went forward and all of a sudden he was just t- taken from the I thought you know he was fouled, but the reality of it was he didn't get any free. And it's 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 notable actually that Kelly Nugent's coming out to hit this particular free. He's coming coming a long way from his own goal onto onto the Clarecastle sixty five. Um, so he he might be trying to uh repeat his his heroics of the Clare Cup final earlier on the summer when a very 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 different evening that evening in Kilkishan and and a fantastic occasion it was yeah, it must be said this is, this is well within his range now it's probably about 60, 70 on the, more or less on the 70 yard line so it, it, it's it's just inside it so it's it's in his range and we have um, Sean O'Gorman has been treated for here out just out in the middle of the field as well so Killian has plenty of time to get himself composed and get himself ready um, yeah Claire Castle would have been disappointed with that start to the second half Sean they'd have, they'd have been hoping to get the, fir- the first score on the board just after half time but um, it, w- it was uh, it was the Mills who did it with that Cullen Cleary free as we said 10 points to 4 and just as, as uh, Sean O'Gorman is getting treated here seems to be a facial injury yeah Claire Castle need to win the pu- this puck out now and you know try and win the run- Get, start to get on top around the middle third and play a bit ball, more direct ball into the full forward line. They're actually playing very far from goal, the, the, their Clarecastle full forward line. I think Pat Kelly is, is still out, way out in the 
he's actually over in the corner Our forward corner. position yeah. or over alongside James Doherty which yeah. is a bit unusual as yeah. Killian Nugent strikes that ball over the black spot now there's a weapon to have in your armoury a great score from Killian Nugent um, from that free yeah, so that puts him up 7 11 points to 4 uh, just 5 minutes gone in the second half as Patrick Kelly the aforementioned Patrick Kelly gathers possession and and it's a it's a line ball to um, O'Callaghan's Mills so the momentum so far in the se- start of the second half is with O'Callaghan's Mills Sean and yeah, they uh, very happy with that they start they seem, seem to be getting all the breaks too you know at the moment and um, they seem to be well in control uh, you know particularly in the early stage of the second half yeah, they've, they've two points on the board, as we said, 11 points to four. Clare Castle really are struggling from freeze. I suppose they don't have maybe the the the, the firepower and attack that, that the Mills have, have had as that line ball was taken. There's a battle for possession out over in front of the Tommy Murray stand as Clare Castle tried to work it through, but then fall, intercepts the, intercepts the skiing along the ground um, like, a, like a little bit of a mud bat. As we saw in the plowing earlier on in the week, a, a poor clearance out the middle of the field from, from the Mills as Fionn Hickey tries to gather possession. There's a real muscle for possession. Fionn Hickey has eventually got it and, and Mike McGrath, a sharp pass out towards the middle of the field, out towards uh, Mike Cox who delivers the ball in long into in towards um uh, Gary Cooney in the in the corner forward position over in front of the over in front of the six bridge restroom Gary Cooney yet again takes a shot at, at, at for 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 a point and it has gone wide ambition separately got uh, uh, but he, he he got one from a similar position in the first half Kim Brodick hits the ball long down again aiming for for Patrick Kelly Patrick Kelly gets possession again Patrick Kelly really is their target man Killy McDermott with an equally ambitious shot for, out in front of Tommy Morris stand for a point and Killy McDermott. Uh, hits the ball wide Clare Castle need to be a bit careful with your decision making you could say you really would think that that should have been worked in a bit better in towards goal um, Mike Cotter long ball again in towards Gary Cooney out in front of David Tui they've had a great battle so far today great first, first touch from from um, Cooney who lays the ball off towards Conor Henry left handed Henry lays the ball off tries to find Gary Cooney again but it's intercepted uh, Colin Brigdale over there or Stephen Holland over there trying to break out our defence Um as as uh, Clare Castle tried to break out and it's now there's an early ball being delivered in in towards James Doherty Dara Healy's inside there as well but um it, it, it's been it's been one inside from O'Callan's Mills and out towards Fionn Hickey Fionn Hickey looking up trying to deliver the ball in in towards Conor Cleary Orange Gripton is hardly out in front of his man yet again Ron Donnelly Ron Donnelly tries to keep him outside him off his right hand side Colum makes an effort and it's gone over the Oh, wide. wide! It looked over, and Colum and the yeah. and the Mills minters are claimed that was over the over the bar as well, and and from yeah. our position, it, it looked like it too. As we see, Oshin Willen, Oshin Whelan, number eighteen, like the young uh, Claire Miner from last year that we mentioned a little earlier, is 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 about to take 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 to the field. It looks like Aaron Hayes in, 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 instead of Aaron Hayes. Yeah, number twelve, Aaron Hayes has been replaced. Um, so eleven point eleven points. <laughs> <coughs> and a puck out for Keane Broderick he's, he's been going long aim for Patrick Kelly so far in the second half and it looks like that's what he's going to do again yeah d- down the middle down towards uh, Aiden Fall is under Patrick Kelly like we expected Aiden Fall bats it out out towards Roy O'Connell picks the ball up he tries to play the ball or thinks about a shot and he's wide hit ball. a wide another wide from Clare Castle yeah. Um, yeah so Clare Castle, as we've already alluded to, Sean, they, they really need to start uh, taking, taking, getting scores on the scoreboard. Yeah, they're they're having pot shots now without having any real any real structure to their forward play, and they need to get you know ball, you know quality ball into their full forward line. You so know, as as of now, they have failed to do that. They they actually were, were 
better in the first half as playing through the lines. So he, now he, there's he, a good run here now. Conor Griffin runs through the middle from his cornerback position and it's in, in around the, the, the Mills half, half back line. Patrick Kelly in there, hugely physical, hugely physical hurling insider. Derek Healy finally picks it up out towards Kelly McDermott and he has an effort for a point good and score. this time it's gone over the bar right in front of the Clarecastle dugout and now that's the score, that's an inspirational score. 11 points to 5 yeah. just coming up to 9 minutes gone in the second uh, half. They worked, they worked that ball well out to the wing and Kelly McDermott struck it really well uh, just inside the, the right hand post so yeah. a good score for Clark Castle a great score considering the conditions and, and they'll be looking to profit from here Kelly Nugent going long this time out towards um, Mike McGrath and uh, Cormac Murphy over there tossing for possession but it's King Galvin that goes back and sweeps up sweep, and he, he he breaks the tackle and he's he's coming up, he's coming out of defence a, a strong run from King Galvin the senior inter-county panellist lays the ball in towards Roy O'Connell was running through the middle it's, it's open up from a huge amount of pressure and he taps the ball over the Great score and eleven points to six. Uh, ten minutes gone in the second half. Yeah, and, and that's probably what we'd expect from Clarecastle. You know, taking on the men, someone running on the shoulder and burst through the middle and over the bar. You know, the Mills couldn't really do do anything about defending against that run and, and, and great play from both Keen Galvin and Rory Conn two young players um, that we've seen play very, very well for Castle in recent years um, shot puck from Killing Nugent put Aidan Fallen under pressure with no better man to, to collect the ball as, as he lays the ball off to his, his halfback colleague um, uh, Sean O'Gorman the ball laid across the field it's, it, but it's intercepted Oshin Whelan first possession of the game Oshin Whelan looks to take a return pass but he didn't get it there's a shot for a point another wide right. from Clare Castle um, that shot for a point I think came from Conor Halpin yeah or yeah, Connor or Lee Brack actually. Sorry, Lee Brack had that shot for a point. So that's their third wide. Although Roy O'Connell and Killy McDermott had two good good points. Killy Nugent just surveying his options again. He's gone short out towards Rocky Cooney. Sharp puck out Rocky Cooney coming up along the left corner, left half of the the Mills defence. He sidesteps around Patrick Kelly. He and he delivers the ball early in towards um Connor Henry and and Connor Cooney. Um, but there's a huge trust for possession. Possession's gathered by Connor Henry. Connor Henry a crossfield ball over towards McGrath. McGrath drops the initial pass and it's broken towards Roy O'Connell who's, who's had an influence so far in the second half he lays the ball after Oshin Whelan Oshin slips but O'Connell picks it up again and O'Connell a point a minute ago and he's another Score. effort and another point from Roy O'Connell Roy O'Connell yeah. is, 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 has really um, yeah. starting to have an influence Sean he's actually yeah in the middle of the field he's re he really is and um, Castle in our, I noticed they're shooting from the middle third from out around the half hour line in midfield area and they're having some success and you know, at the end of the day, like there's only four pints in it now, and you yeah, know, 11, 11 pints to seven, about about twelve minutes gone so far in the second half. Rory Conn with two those those pints as we see a change on the on the uh, the Mills on the Mills team with um I think is it Mike McGrath or Mike McGrath? Mike, Mark Butcher was coming on. Uh, Mark Butcher coming on yeah. instead of I think is it Mike Mike McGrath? No, or, no, or, no. Or, Conor Henry. Yeah, Conor yeah, Henry. Henry. Conor Henry, yeah. So yeah. Mike McGrath, he, he was listed in the programme to start, or Sean Pewter was listed in the programme to start and he's just after coming on, number 14. King Galvin breaking the ball out and it, 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 it's, yeah, there's there's Mike McGrath who's in possession now in towards Colm Cleary who's lost possession Galvin's coming out with it again, he lays the ball off to Kill McDermott, Kill McDermott, Rory Connell, a really, 
really improving things in the middle of the field for Clare Castle. Real toss for possession again in the full four in the Clare Castle full back line. As Dara Healy looks to gather possession, Aidan O'Gorman is back there. Sean O'Gorman is back there. Uh, ambitious pass towards Aidan Fall. Aidan Fall picks it up. He looks it up. He's a little bit of time and he delivers a great ball over to the new, newly introduced Sean Pewter. Sean Pewter is, is delivering an early ball in towards um, Gary Coon, who is a toss for possession with David Tui. Great win by David Tui playing full pack for Clare Castle. Lays the ball off to young Oshin Wheel and young Oshin looking to struggling to gain possession, but he's putting a lot of pressure on Clare Castle. But the, it's a free in, uh, free for the mills, yeah, free for the mills, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and Oshin Wheel and uh, the, the Clare Castle Minters aren't too happy with that, as we see number nineteen about for Clare Castle about to take to the field. Jack Murphy, we mentioned him, mentioned him both at half time, and it looks like it's Patrick Kelly that's co- that's that's coming off. You'd, yeah, Patrick Kelly has been replaced. Pa- Patrick Kelly, um, number fourteen for Clare Castle coming off. So Jack Murphy looks like to be taking taking up a position on the edge of the square. Um, Patrick Patrick Kelly, I suppose we, we mentioned that he might have been an outlet for early long ball for Clare Castle at half time, but he's he's on the sideline now, so maybe Jack Murphy. So anyway, we go back to proceedings as Killian Nugent hits that free that we just that we just mentioned a minute ago, long range free in front of Tommy Morris there, and what a score that was from Killian Nugent, two two points from frees from Killian Nugent, and uh, a, a, a great score, long puck up from Keen Project back towards um, Brigdale who delivers the ball into Jack Murphy, Jack Murphy. Murphy, um, putting Conor Cooley under possession. Conor Cooley's had a fine game, sweeping up back there, gives it back to Killian Nugent, who clears the ball out towards um, uh, Stephen Donnellan over the far side, or Mike McGrath over the far side of the field for, for O'Callan's Mills. And it's a line ball gone out over the line, and it's a, in favour of O'Callan's Mills. Yeah, Michael McGrath is a really workhorse for the O'Callan's Mills, getting on a lot, a lot of ball. A huge amount yeah, of ball is yeah. pewter now. The, the the sub lays the ball off to Hickey, who is under a huge, usually physical contest. Oshin Whelan now in possession. He delivers the ball back to O'Connell, who's had an excellent second half so far. But and but who Paddy Donnan, the old veteran himself, p- picks the ball back up in his own half back and then ball cleared in towards Gary Cooney in the middle's full back full forward line. And yet again, David Tui, uh, inspirational. If you're looking for leaders, the likes of David Tui uh, has so far has been excellent in the second half, and it, that's. His second high high contest he's won against Gary Cooney. Yeah, they, have a, they have a great tussle from day one from the very throw in. You know, there Gary has gone for scores off him, but equally, uh, he, he, there's been a, a good lot of ball cleared by David Tui. So King Galvin hits the ball in towards J- James Doherty's out 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 in front of Mike Cotter. James Doherty's trying to take him on, and he's pulled for over carrying Colin interest here in front of the irate with that decision from from from, from Joe Mullins, um, and they're the decisions that you. That can have an influence in, uh, on the proceedings, Sean. Yeah, well, especially in a tight game like this, you know, where you're you, you're you're hoping to to, to get those decisions. Uh, but Pat Donnan again uh, up the far side of the field, right half back, delivering position, the ball, uh, delivering the ball, and it's in towards the middle, and it's Sean O'Gorman just picking the ball up, a ground stroke back towards Aiden, but. It's pass went astray now and Kessler was running through the middle running run through the middle and it, it's it's Connor helping and it's a free in he, he, he'd been put he, 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 there's the advantage being played from Joe and a, a free a free in for Clark Castle Larry yeah. Healy will need to make this count 12 points to 7 um, halfway through the second half as we see number 17 for um, oh, the yeah. Mills uh, Mikey McMahon another one of the hearty winners uh, taken to the field uh, for Callan's Mills and it looks like it's McGrath that's, that's making way number uh, uh, it's McGrath. I think. I think. It, I think it's McGrath. Or is it? Oh, Fionn Hickey is it? 
Is it Fionn Hickey? It's Fionn Hickey. It's Fionn Hickey that's hit making way. Yeah. yeah, just a change of position. Yeah. It's very noise. That that rain really has lodged in the pitch. There's a lot of a lot of water splashing up as well, Sean. That it'll make conditions for the second yeah. game extremely difficult. Yeah, but uh, it's not raining as heavy as it was in the first half. You know, it, it lightened off a good bit, some bit of rain, but. You know, conditions aren't as bad now or aren't as tough as in in the in the second half as the first. As we Chance see, for and and we see Dara Healy hit, hit that ball over the bar. So twelve points, eight, four points in it. Um, seventeen minutes gone in the second half. So a, a, an important score. Clarecastle are are on top, Sean. They are for the last ten or fifteen minutes, especially. But what they really do need, I suppose, is to, is to get a goal. A you goal know, would be crucial. Yeah, as a goal would be absolutely crucial for Clarecastle. As, as they're coming through again and it's helping that's making that run through the middle again. He's been closely followed and he's off his right and a, a, point. a, a point. So they've brought back uh, 12 points in line, a goal in it. Yeah, it's a three point game now, and you know, anything can happen. You know, Clarecastle have got a grip in the game around midfield. The middle seem to have lost their way around the midfield. They're not, they're not winning their puck out as, you know, as they were in the first half. Well, and, no, absolutely. It's killing Nugent, killing Nugent hits the pocket out towards um the the Tommy Mori stand. Mark drives it in. Mark Pewter again. Yeah, I think I was Sean, calling him Sean. Mark Pewter again. Sorry. So in towards Cooney, but it's Tui again. Third Great. time in a row he's after coming out with it. Great play by David Tui. And out towards Stephen O'Halloran, running up along the wing as we've seen so often in the past. He delivers the ball in towards Jack Murphy. Recently came onto the field. Ball broke inside. Or Killing Nugent struggling to get 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 possession. Real battle for possession. Insider. Real melee and who's going to come out with it Rocky Cooney and it's it's a free yeah, out yeah. that Claire Castle Minters are irate I think there might have been questions did he drop to Hurley maybe or maybe was it a throw yeah I didn't see what happened no but you know definitely there was a question mark as to why it was a free out Oh, it's actually sixty-five. It looks, oh, that, is, yeah, yeah, 65. looks like it's sixty-five. So the Claire Castle lads might have got what they, might have got what they wanted. Yeah. So Dara Healy is going to come out. He's going to hit this particular one. King Galvin actually hit a free earlier on the first half from in around the sixty-five yard yard range. But Dara Healy, who was successful there just a minute ago with a free 12, 12 points, twelve points to nine. Um, coming up to nineteen minutes gone the second half. As we acknowledge Jack Space, Cal Kitchen, our, our sponsors for today's broadcast. And as we as we well know, um, there'll be this will be debated well into the evening later on over there. Whatever the result, so um, Dara Healy sixty-five. This is going to be crucial to get it, make it a two point gain if he gets it. Uh, so he's just about to lift it, just about to strike it, and he hits it accurately over straight over the yeah. bar. Dar Healy he, he's <laughs> nailing those frees, and that a renowned free taker, Sean. Crucial. Yeah, yeah two point game now, and anything can happen anything happen shot puck out from Killian Nugent out to Rocky Cooney Rocky Cooney running out through the middle he's nobody to give it to he's been put under pressure Fall has made himself available Fall tries to take it on as well Fall a sharp pass it's in favour of Stephen O'Halloran uh, Pat O'Brien next to me isn't too happy about that an early ball delivered into the Clarecastle foot forward line they're looking for a free but it's not going to be given as Keith Dolan comes back and he lays it back to, to, to Paddy lays it back to Killian and Killian's going to hit a long off his left down and it's well taken Stephen O'Halloran lays it back to King Galvin King Galvin is carrying the ball through the middle it's a free a free against King Galvin it seems to be a technical free did he touch it off his hurley uh, Sean I'm not maybe exactly I, sure what I, it was for I thought maybe he was pulling him for steps but it wasn't you know he had played it in his hurley as I, as I saw it yeah, obviously was it just that he touched the ball in the hurley and didn't, rele didn't yeah. release it off his hand maybe I'm not sure yeah quite possibly yeah it seemed to be fairly technical yeah. and that was a, a a big 
a, a big call as well as we see um, number eight Darren Moroney take to the field yeah, um, in, for O'Callaghan's Mills but I, I think it has significantly broken the momentum that, the, that their castle had you know for the past you know four or five minutes they were really on top there in the middle of the field so the, the, this is a, an opportunity for uh, Killian Nugent to you know, maybe to score now it is, it is a bit ambitious from you know 90 metres but you never know yeah, it'll be fairly ambitious, but it it could it could cause trouble inside the inside the square as well. Or the Carnoig as Leo Dyle, my colleague, it was well it was well known to say, and he has hit it over the bar against yeah. the conditions. That's Killian's third point to the second half. Ah, yeah, it's yeah. a serious weapon in the, in his armour, isn't it? Ah, yeah, actually three three great scores and you know in, in a real dour day and and conditions and ball so heavy and everything in the mills, you know. After winning that ball in the middle of the field. Darren Maroney, just after coming on, um, wins it and delivers it into his good, ball. good friend, uh, Colm Cleary, and Colm yeah, Cleary nails score. it. Yeah, score, no. That's a massive turnaround, 15 points to 10, uh, uh, 22 minutes gone in the second half. Yeah, yeah the two quick scores there now have opened up the gap again. So it really puts Clarecastle under pressure now for the last 10 minutes. Huge pressure as, as Clarecastle tried to gather possession. Daryl Healy's coming out, coming out towards the half forward and lays it back off towards King Galvin. He's running through the middle again under pressure from Pewter. Galvin lays it off towards um, towards McDermott, but Aidan O'Gorman picks a ground stroke, but it's only picked up by Stephen Holleran. Stephen Holleran in towards Oshin Whelan. Oshin trying to get possession again. He finally does, but huge amount of pressure over there yet again. Back towards King Galvin in around the centre forward position lays it off towards Roy O'Connell and Roy O'Connell for his third point for the second great half score. and yes off his left yet again great score yeah Rory has had a huge influence in this game particularly in the second half a couple of good, good scores you know he's keeping them in touch you know there's still there's still eight minutes to go maybe a couple of minutes injury time so there's a lot of, lot of Holland to be played yet. So our, our, the scoreboard, I think there might have been a little bit of query about it there a minute ago. It's 14 points, 11 going by the scoreboard down here on my right-hand side. Um, I actually I thought it was 15 points. But anyway, 14 points, 11 going by the scoreboard. So a goal in it, Sean. As a hugely fizzled contest out around the middle of the field again from that puck out after the Rory Collin point. Out towards Sean O'Gorman. Sean O'Gorman looking for for Cooney inside. That twin-pronged full forward line, Cooney and Cleary. Cooney taking David Tui on this time and he's been pulled for over-carrying. In fairness, Joe, McNull, Joe Munns, he's been consistent with the, with the over-carrying uh, yeah. calls. Uh, yeah, uh, Sean. Yeah, that, that's one thing, you know, he has been in, been consistent on. But, uh, you know, uh, Gary looked to be, had played the ball in his hurley and was just going straight through. So it is a crucial turnover from from uh, from Castle's perspective. So, uh, Keane Broderick, there's just uh, a yellow card to... Our Ireland winner of 95, 97 fingers are coming from Joe, Joe Mullen. So fingers might be letting him know what he, what he thinks. Is we give a call out to our listeners in Kansas, Boston, Madrid, Porto, Berlin, Brussels, London, London and all over Ireland. And a shout out to our sponsors, Jack's Place, Kilkishan as well. As Keane Broderick just about to hit this free from his um, right corner, from the right corner back position. I expect it's going to be hit long in towards the, the Clarecastle full forward line. And it has been a long ball delivered in there. Um, and who's out in front Murphy was out there but it's Paddy Donnan sweeping up as if we've seen him doing over, doing over the years in the clear jersey uh, out to Fall who's been influential in the second half as well Fall coming up along the left wing out towards Darren Moroney just after coming on Darren Moroney turned over by the looks of it but number 23 has just come on for O'Callaghan's Mills as well Owen McInerney Owen McInerney under pressure Galvin is in there Fall is back in there again Rory Connell is in there Darren Moroney is in there Aidan O'Gorman is in there they're, they're all battling for possession Rory Connell has possession 
one-hander gets it out towards the middle of the field. Number four for Clarecastle, Connor Griffin battles for it and it's been picked up by number 19 for Clarecastle, Jack Murphy. Jack Murphy uh, moves the ball forward, but Paddy Donnan comes out again. The, 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 the experience is paying off there, but... It ball queer ball, ball being touched on the ground it, over Karen maybe being queer Rory Connell picks the ball up being challenged heavily by Aidan Gorman a ball being delivered into the Clarecastle full forward line 23 um, Connor Whelan is inside her number 19 Jack Murphy takes a shot and it's gone wide it'll be disappointed with that yeah great opportunity there for Jackie you know he just skimmed the ride and you know he was pretty clear uh, some men from the, from the middle zone as we see, Aidan um, Fall. Aidan Fall is, is, is taking a bit of a breather. He's the helmet taken off, which we've seen maybe is a potential tactic at certain stages over the summer with um, certain queries over contact lenses. I'm not saying that's the that's the issue here with Aidan. I'm sure he 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 he, he is he is um. He is hurt, uh, or he need, he, at least he needs attention. As we see a sub um, coming on for Sean O'Gorman is to come off and for, for Callens Mills in number 23, uh, Owen McInerney has taken his place. Yeah, so yeah. Aidan is putting his helmet back on again. A, a tough customer who's, who's played very, very well here today. A giant owner is with the East Clare Fitness um, with his, his good friend and colleague, Shane McGrath, who, who, who had a successful even last night for, for, for Fiekla. Gary Cooney uh, tries to gain possession, but he's lost out to, to um, David Toohey this time again as Kelly McDermott pick, yeah. picked it up and delivered into the full forward line for Clark Castle. But Ocean Whelan putting Aidan Fall under pressure. A huge battle for possession inside. There's number two, Mike Cotter, likes to come out. He surveys the options. Good ball out towards Carmen Murphy. Carmen Murphy tried to pick it up, even in the puddles that are there on the pitch in Clark Castle or in, in Six Man Bridge. Carmen Murphy off his left makes an attempt to score. Dangerous ball in there. Keen Brodick deals with it very well and clears the ball out. Out towards. Um, Number 13, Dara Healy is soon to position the half-back line, maybe where he's more used to. Jack Murphy out in front of his man. Uh, Paddy Don and, and Jack Murphy delivers a ball. Delivers a ball in towards the Mills full-back line and it's been picked up by, by Rocky Cooney, Connor Cooney, who played wing forward earlier on the year. Um, number 23, Old McInerney, just after coming on the great block. There really is helter-skelter actually out here in the field as there's a sliding tackle more more familiar in the soccer pitch than a... And a then the hurling pitch, I think, was from um, from is a, 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 a Connor Griffin from from uh, Clare Castle. So free giving away number four for yeah. for for Clare Castle giving away that free, and another opportunity for Killian Nugent. He's coming out from the goal to have another pot, and he won't be in any rush out, Sean. He'll take his time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, time is you know it's, it's down to fifty-seven minutes. Fifty-seven gone. minutes gone. So. You know, four, four, 14 points 11 one, 14 points 11 a one a one score game a one goal game as um and just the last couple of minutes they're they're, they're hotly contested usually physical like th th there's no question the teams want this uh sean oh yeah absolutely yeah there's no doubt about that you see the effort has been put in and the commitment and the, the honesty of you know that those around the middle of the field there everyone is trying to you know, win the dirty ball and, you know, do as much as they can. But the conditions are so difficult. You know, it's really a, 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 it's really a challenge to every player out there. And as I as I look out here in front of me here, like I can see a, a puddle over here on my left, like like and we have to consider there's a second match, a usually important game for Tull and White is going to take place here in, 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 in less than an hour's time as well. And 
and condition is going to be a huge, huge factor in that particular game as well. As Killian Nugent, he's three from play, if my count is correct, or three from freeze. He already scored from play. Three from freeze already scored in the second half, and um, he's 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 looking to add to that add to that tally as he just strikes the ball. He strikes it exceptionally well, and it's over the black spot. Four points from Killian Nugent today. He was usually influential in the Clare Cup final, as we alluded earlier on. I think he scored six that particularly. He did, yeah, six that day. He's yeah. four scored today. Yeah, um, and, and they're all crucial scores because they've really kept the scoreboard ticking over for the middles. 15 points to 11, fi- uh, 58 and a half minutes gone as we're near towards into this conclusion, this relegation final and huge contest for possession yet again in the Clarecastle half-hard line. Uh, Connor Halpin tries a game of possession under a lot of press from Mike Cotter. He still holds on to, he lays the ball back to number 23 from Clarecastle. Uh, Connor Whelan, uh, yeah, Connor Whelan, um, Oshie Whelan's older brother. So 15 points to 12, one goal in it as we're nearing the real concluding stages of this um, senior relegation playoff in O'Garnick in Park, Six My Bridge. Uh, Killy Nugent decides to go short for his pocket out towards um, uh, Cotter. Cotter lays it back to Cooney, who's had a huge influence on the game, has a fine game in mind in the square for the Mills. He runs out through the middle as he'd run out there just a few minutes ago as well. He lays the ball off towards Paddy Donnellan, but it's been intercepted. Um, number 17 for the Mills, Mike McMahon runs back, runs back, tries to gain possession. He's struggling to get, get it into get it into his hand as we see there's four minutes injury time to be played it's been worked back to Killian Nugent Killian Nugent looking to play the ball out the field lay the ball off to his centre back and captain Aidan O'Gorman Aidan O'Gorman Aiden Fall. Aiden, Aiden, out now out to Aiden Fall, number seven, out in the left half, left half side of the Mills defence. Into, into Gary Cooney. Gary Cooney lets the ball beat him. He's taken on Stephen Holleran. He takes a shot oh, for a goal, goal and he has scored it. Game Gary Cooney. Game set and match, you'd imagine. One fifteen to 12 points, six points in it. The Mills are in control. Gary Cody, who came back from Australia earlier on this summer to contest this, contest this senior championship campaign. Well, it's paid dividends today to keep, so that the Mills are going to keep their status by the looks of things. Quick poke off from Keane Broderick in towards the Clarecastle forwards. It says that Jack Murphy has an effort for a point and it has gone wide. Yeah. Great goal. Yeah, that was a crucial score now from Gary. Uh, he rounded his men and, you know, we th- would have thought he might have tapped it over the bar, but you, you went for the the juggler and uh, an unstoppable shot into the behind Keane Broderick he had no chance he, he had no chance and uh, he has had a, a fantastic game Sean and a great battle with David too he must yeah. be said as well yeah absolutely yeah yeah. he has been a thorn in Clarecastle side you know from early on but especially when the ball was being played indirectly to him and, and that's exactly what happened there it was a quick ball into him so that's the ball that the forward line the, for, the corner forward would love Exactly, it's Oshin Whelan hits a, hits a sideline cut right in towards the it square and Rocky Cooney comes a, out with the ball yet again. Game. Yeah. Has a, a fantastic game, a veteran of so many over the years and he lays, out, lays the ball off to... Uh, lays the ball off to... Uh, it's Cormor Murphy's in possession now. Cormor Murphy running through the middle, off his left. He, he's looking for Cooney yet again. Cooney, high ball in between Cooney and Tuhi. They've really had a right tussle. Cooney has got, got possession this time. He's tried to lay, lay the ball off to Darren Moroni. Darren Moroni in, in possession... Uh, and he has a shot off his left and a shot for a point and it's gone over the bar. One sixteen to 12 points, one and a half minutes into injury time. Roy O'Connell picks up the puck from from Keane uh, Brodjick and he wins the free just in his own half back line. As you said, Sean, it's it look it's a game set and match and, and in fairness, they ha- the Mills have been the better team today. Yeah, uh, they have been the better team. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Castle were all the time w- wanting and waiting for the goal to come and it never came. That, that's, you know, when there was only a three-score game or 
or a three point game, you know, if, if the if the goal came just after coming out. Well, a long ball in from place. Stephen O'Halloran and, and yeah. it's finished in the net. It was a, it, it just broke out. I think it was Killy McDermott to finish Connor help him finish the Connor help him finish the net. So one twelve to one sixteen, four points in it, but I think time is running time, out. Time is running out, yeah. Probably two two minutes to go. You know. Time has been taken, I suppose, for yeah. Castle for a number of years. They've survived these relegation battles far too many times for their own liking, and it looks like they're going to join Wolf Tones. In, they're not dead yet, though. They're not dead yet, as Kelly McDermott brings, brings it back to three <laughs> points. And uh, our, our our friend yeah. and colleague Derek Armour here is getting a little bit excited. One thirteen to one sixteen, a minute and a half left. Yeah, John Bugler lines went here in front of us. It indicated it was four minutes of injury time, so we're just sixty-two and a half minutes gone here. Um, it is getting exciting. It's not over yet. We might we won't be counting our chickens yet. Kilkishan <laughs> and, and the Mills. Yeah, they're winning, winning, and they're after winning midfield. the puck out again. Roy O'Connell, he's had a fantastic second half. Roy O'Connell battling battling Tiger Sheba Cotter and who, 23 McInerney who came on just a few minutes ago. He's won won his free, hugely crucial free, right here in front of us, left half back position. They'll take their time hitting this, killing yeah. a little jog way out nice and slow, and he'll he'll yeah. settle the ball and he he'll yeah. uh, he'll make sure that that the time will tick tick down. Oh, he's coming at an awful speed out there now. I think not renowned for his pace, Sean. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What, 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 hard to blame him, I suppose. No, hard to blame. Hard to blame him. One thirteen to one sixteen. Um, two goals in the last couple of minutes. A hugely a crucial goal from Gary Cooney. Um, and Killy Nugent hits the ball in towards the foreman's and Gary Cooney, marked by by David Tui. What a battle they've had. Gary Cooney's gathered possession down here on our left hand side. Carmen Murphy blocked down from Rory O'Connell. Rory Connell has, seems to be pushed out over the sideline and uh, it's a sideline ball to Clare Castle. Um, as time is ticking down, you, you'd imagine that this is this is kind of last chance of saloon, last chance yeah. saloon for Clare Castle. It, it really depends on John Mullins how much more uh, you know he's, time he's going to add on. It, it, it really will as uh, Colin Brick look, looks to hit this um, sideline sideline cut. It's out along the ground, out towards um, Roy O'Connell yet again. We've mentioned him several times in commentary here today. Um, it's been picked up by Stephen Donnell. Stephen Donnell down along the left-hand side of the middle defence. Hits the ball in across the middle towards uh, Gary, Gary Cooney. Gary Cooney has a lays off to Darren Maroney. Darren Maroney fumbles it to give it back to Gary. Gary under pressure, potential free. But no, Claire Castle coming out with it. This is it. This is their chance. They're coming out through the middle. Um, Connor Halpin had he off to McDermott. Are they overcomplicating? They should have let the ball in. That's where the danger area is. Is. They let it in eventually. The ball is in there. It's broken out. Who's going to come out with it? There's Paddy Donnell's inside there. Mike Cotter's inside there. And it, it, it's and Paddy Donnell has come out with it. He's had some crucial intervention during the course of the match today. He's hit the ball out to the side, tried to just get it out of the danger area. It's out. It's it's out on the sideline, and it's a free out. Free out to Claire to O'Callan's Mills it would look to me like a rugby tackle. In, yeah, in I, the, I, the I couldn't see it actually what happened, but uh, it's a free out for the Mills anyway. It's, it's it's you know, it, it, right in front of the scoreboard here here in um here in here in Sixmar Bridge. Yeah, yeah. So Joe, my, yeah, a questionable decision. Let's say it's sixty-five minutes gone, one thirteen to one sixteen in favour of O'Callan's Mills, and you'd expect that this is probably the last action of the day. Yeah, Killian Nugent just about to strike the ball. just coming out here in front of us. Down along the... Is it going out over the sideline? No, it's not. He's, the play is continuing on. Right in front of Callum's Mills dugout. It's like a rock that we saw in, in Paris last night. And what's Joe going to do now? Is he looking for possession, looking for the ball? Yeah, it's going to be throw-in. This is going to be fairly, fairy contested throw-in. As we have Connor Griffin and... and 
David Tui is in there full time is oh, full time whistle has yeah. been blown. Yeah. So one thirteen to one sixteen in favour of Callens Mills O'Callan's Mills have retained their senior status. Yeah, absolutely. A good win for O'Callan's Mills. They probably, you know, were in the lead from from the very start. And uh, you know, they were more or less in control all through. But the, their castle really problem was that they, they failed to get the, the goal that they would have brought them back into the game and you know if if they if they got parity I don't think they, they ever got level uh, with, with, with with the mills so with the result is no the mills are worthy winners and of course the 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 this freeze and Killian Nugent were absolutely crucial four second half freeze uh, from long range and with the result that uh, they have they have retained their status now and uh, I say the mills in fairness like they had they really worked hard in, in preparation for this, you know, in course, Castle did too. But on the day, you know, it was the, the team that was going to get the, get the scores and get the goals. And they were absolutely crucial day like today. I suppose, like, if you're to pick a man of the match from today's proceedings, Kelly Nugent will be up there with a shout in his second half performance with those crucial frees. But Gary Cooney was a torn in the Clarecastle side from the get-go today, uh, Sean. Yeah, I, I, but I also thought Conor Cooney in the second half was uh, had a fantastic game. He led by example, out, you know, brought out ball out to the middle of the field, out to the half-back line and laid it off. And himself and Aidan Aidan O'Gorman, uh, Aidan Fall as well, Paddy Donnan, of course, his usual self, you know, covered back there in front of goals. And up front, of course, you know, Colm Cleary, definitely. And, of course, Gary Cooney. Cooney's goal was really the deciding factor. Once that goal went in, it was really playing catch-up for Clarecastle. I know they got a goal themselves, which was probably too late. And I suppose Clare Castle, they'll be bitterly disappointed, but this is their opportunity maybe to go down to the lower ranks of intermediate, rebuild, and there's some you 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 coming through. And, and I suppose over the last number of years, they've really battled manfully in these relegation games. And a disappointing day for a historic club like Clare Castle. I'm open to correction, but I think it might be the first time ever going down to, to the intermediate ranks, or at least the first time in a long, long time. Yeah, I, I haven't seen them, you know... Or, them in that position before, but the reality of it is, like they will, they will, you know, they will, they will get, get all their young players together now, and they, you know, they they've been there in minor finals, and they have a lot of good players there. You know, it's just a question of galvanising them now and come back. They'll be a serious threat in the intermediate championship, though. They don't have any doubt about it. You know, to any any team that'll be aspirations of, of, of you know winning an intermediate, they they'll be serious opposition. You know, matter at what stage you meet them. And they, and the season campaigners as well over like these relegation battles they do generate experience. Yeah. Um. As we are joined by our no doubt disappointed uh Claire Castle Magpie uh colleague Derek Dormer. Derek, your thoughts? A disappointing day for historic club like Claire Castle. Yeah. Look at look. We've been flirting with relegation for many a year now over the last you know ten years. And there's a saying: if you hang around the barber shop long enough, eventually you'll get a haircut. And unfortunately, today is that day. Um, we just look. We have to take it. I thought they battled really, really well. Um, they dominated the last twenty minutes. Um, and even when Gary Cooney got the goal and Killian Nugent landed or Darren Maroney on as a sub, and you know it was one sixteen to twelve, and all of a sudden you're thinking. You know, that's it. It's done and dusted. But in, you have to give credit to the Magpies. A goal, a point, and then it brought it down to a one-score game. And, 
you know, it's it's not sour grapes. The Mills are far the better side over the course of the 60 minutes and deserve it. But you have to question the last refereeing decision. I mean, how he gives a free out. I mean, Conor Whelan was rugby tackled to the ground. It was a free in. It would have been a chance to Clarecastle to drop it into the square. Who knows what would have happened. But look, one refereeing decision over the course of 60-odd minutes isn't going to, you know, define the Magpies year. They've been... Flirting with relegations, I say, for many a year now. And, um, yeah, look, we have to take it on the chin, go down to intermediate level. You know, big clubs uh, have gone down, Aerogue, Dora Bearfield, Wolf Tones yesterday. You know, and it's incredible to think that two Munster club champions from the 90s are both now going to play their trade at intermediate level. It shows the cutthroat nature of, of the Clare Club Hurling Championship. And if you don't have your ducks in order, you know, you know this is what happens. But, look, I have to give credit to them for battling. You know, um, battling hard in horrendous conditions, but the Mills deserve the victory, let's be honest. Yeah, I I think, Sean, uh, Derek is 100% correct in that, that the Mills did des- deserve the, the, the victory today. And likewise, they had a positive they gather silverware earlier on the summer winning the, winning the Clare Cup so they've had a positive year mixed with surviving the relegation battle today so they'll be looking to build also yeah absolutely yeah yeah. there's no doubt about that the Mills will see that now as you know as a launching pad for next year you know having survived that at that scare and they will go all guns blazing again for the Clare Cup next year as we uh, will we wrap up proceedings here at um O'Garney Park but before we do we'll get, we'll get a quick word from our, our Mills or Callan's Mills representative Pat O'Brien who'll a relieved man no doubt uh, uh, Pat after that victory today um, against Clare Castle uh, Yes Kevin uh, it, was, it was nice to, to, to stay up I suppose uh, the Mills were promoted in 1977 we won the Intermediate Championship in 1977 and we've been seeing it since now we have we have battled with um, with uh, relegation on a few occasions down the years as well so uh, it's, it's good to be uh, staying up anyway. And uh, fair play to Clarecastle. They battled out to the, the end and they got a goal there in the end. It was very dodgy there for a few minutes. And, uh, you know, um, they, they'll, they'll come back up again. They're, they're a proud club and they have, they, you know, they, they'll, they'll build again and they have a lot of young, young players. And speaking of young and maybe not so young, some of the experienced campaigners for the Mills today really stood up and were counted. Rocky Cooney was outstanding, wasn't he, Pat? Yeah, Rocky had a great second half there at full-back. And all through the game, he was very safe. I suppose um, uh, Aidan O'Gorman at times in that centre-back, Aidan and uh, Aidan Fall. Uh, Mike Cotter in, in, uh, in the corner as well, and uh, Keith Donnellan played, you know, they played well. Um, I suppose up front in you had, you had uh, Colin Cleary and, uh, and um, um, Gary yeah. are the, are the main, main, uh, main forwards. Yeah, so um, we we'll, we'll wrap up our proceedings here today after after a, a titanic battle, uh, um, which we would which we would expect from a relegation senior relegation, literally dogfight in, in swamp like conditions at times. Um, O'Callan's Mills came out victorious. They were the better team in the day with some outstanding performances, but. Claire Castle went down, went down fighting as you, as you would expect. Usually disappointing result for them, but I'm sure they'll be back. As we hand over to Jim Collins, we'll acknowledge our sponsors one last time, Jack's Place Kilkishan, um, for for their sponsorship of today's proceedings. So I'll hand over to Jim Collins just to wrap it up. 
Okay, thanks, Kevin, and well done to yourself and Sean. Great commentary on a very exciting game um, which went the way of the mills. So just to remind listeners that uh, a change to our programmes this afternoon, shortly now at 2 o'clock, we'll have uh, Tuller versus Whitegate in the Intermediate Championship quarterfinal. But the other quarterfinal has been played this evening in Tulla, and we'll call into that on our way home, and we'll bring you live commentary of Currafin versus Smith O'Brien's, and that's at 530 so uh, we'll uh, have a little bit of music now and draw our breath here in Six Mile Bridge and we'll be back uh, in time for the Whitegate versus Tulla game.